Welcome to The Corporate Dropouts, a podcast designed for people looking to take their future into their own hands. Join us every week as we discuss the ups, the downs, the habits and processes it takes to be a successful business owner. I'm Christina Goff, the founder of Formation Marketing and Projection Branding. And I'm Ellie Goff, the founder of the lingerie brand Untold Story. Hi guys. Okay, so trying something a little bit new this week and I am recording a solo episode. Um, We'd planned to do an episode about our books that have changed our lives this year. I think this year I have probably read maybe 70 books, um, especially interestingly enough, since moving to Bali, I've probably read two books a week and i bought a suitcase full of books with me because I had a pile of books on my shelf in the UK that I hadn't got around to reading and I thought should I put those in storage or should I bring them with me sure enough one of the seven bags we brought with us was literally full of books and all personal development books of course Um, but actually that's one thing I wanted to touch on to start with is what I found is although I am obsessed obsessed with personal development I have found myself getting a bit burnt out by reading so many personal development books because the problem with personal development books, which is a great thing, but also the downside is that you have to implement things to take away from what you've learned in that book. And actually, sometimes that in itself, if you're reading two personal development books a week, you can literally be like, what the fuck am I doing? Am I coming here? Am I coming there? And you're actually probably not gaining from the book what you're meant to because you're overwhelming yourself too much so I set myself a new rule now and actually I'm reading a lot more kind of not not fiction because I I mean I like fiction but I'm not a fiction kind of gal um many many more books that kind of like speak to my other hobbies so at the moment I'm reading Taste by Stanley Tucci which is all about his Italian roots his favorite Italian recipes his favorite drinks like And it's just really reignited this flair in me for cooking that I'd kind of forgotten about since I moved to Bali, because in Bali, you literally order in all the time. But as a mother and as a family, we love cooking, we love sharing, we love sitting around the table and enjoying and tasting and all that sort of experience. The culinary experience is really important to us as a family. So that's really reignited those senses for me. And yeah, so... Um, I think another one I'm reading, which I picked up as another recipe book, but again, with like heritage and culture and all that sort of thing within it, which is all about barley. I bought it from a restaurant called Jackson Lilies in Seminyak um, and the chef slash author very kindly signed it and we met him and had a lovely chat and he was really nice. So yeah. So that aside, um, let's dive right into what my personal books are that have changed my life in 2022. So the first one, and no one will be surprised about this because based on our episode in season one called the 5am club, everyone knows I am obsessed with Robin Sharma. And I'm sure Robin is getting pretty sick of me tagging him in Instagram posts, emailing him, just letting him know how fucking amazing he is basically. Um, but he seems to appreciate it. And actually the 5am club in season one is one of our most popular, if not the most popular podcast that we've ever done. So someone else, a million other people are enjoying that Robin Sharma as well. So big shout out to Robin Sharma. Anyway, 
One of the books I read at the beginning of this year is his latest book called The Everyday Hero Manifesto. Um, And as it sounds, it's kind of like a Bible for living your best life. So as we all know, this is one of my biggest purposes in life is becoming the best version of myself as well as helping others do the same. So I'm sort of paving the way, trying, testing, learning, understanding all of these different methods of how you can live your best life and live your best version of yourself. Now that looks different for every person, but I think having a general guide, general manuscript, general manual of how to do this is really beneficial. So the Everyday uh, Hero Manifesto, as I said, is Robin's latest book. So it's really interesting because every chapter essentially provides a different lesson and it provides a different way of kind of presenting yourself in your best version to the world. So it can be anything from, you know, how to remain positive every day, how to remain disciplined, how to be motivated, how to show up as your kindest self, how to show up as your you know, most motivated self, how to really hone in on your creative skills to like double up on your wealth. And and it's all those sorts of things. And Robin has such a special way of teaching things and such a special way of like looking at the way the world works. And obviously he's worked with some of the top, top, top people in the industry, athletes, businessmen, titans, like all of these people. So I truly trust the word he's giving us and the advice he's giving us. So as someone if you're looking for one self-development guru, except me, lol, um, then I would really highly recommend you read all of Robin's books first off. I think that's where it really where my journey into like self-discovery started. Um, and yeah, and I think this is something that you would come back to again and again. I'm certainly going to read it again next year. Um, and I think those sort of books are the best sort of books. I've read the 5am club probably four times now. Um, and I've really integrated that into my life. So yeah, Everyday Hero Manifesto, one of my top books of 2022. Another one I read a bit more recently, I read it while I was in Bali. So yeah, probably in the last couple of months, is called Do Less by Kate Northrup. Now, I'm going to shout out another person I love here. Francesca Amber. So she um, has a really popular podcast called The Law of Attraction Changed My Life. Um, I came across her probably again earlier this year and she talks a lot about Law of Attraction on her podcast. But the other thing she does is a book club, like an online book club. And every month we do a different book that focuses on sort of Law of Attraction, you're living your best life, um, becoming the best version of yourself, etc. Now, one of the things she did one of the books she did was Do Less. And um, as most of you will know, one of my biggest drivers in life is breaking the societal foundations within which we find ourselves in and really learning to lean in to what works for me, what works for my family, not what society says should work. And one of these things for me is working less, but making more money and being super smart about what I do. Because obviously for me, that allows me more time with my children, more time with Pete, more time to explore the world, more time to live my life, like all of these things. I think I was a classic like product of a family who really believed in the power of good work. And thank God, because I'm a fucking hardworking person. However, 
I think in my mind that really helped, that really hindered me in breaking this nine to five structure I found myself in. I really thought the more hours I put in, the more I'm going to get out, the more productivity people will see from me, the more successful I'll be, the more people will think I'm working hard, etc. But I just truly don't believe that is the model anymore. I think we are in we're in this world now where we're moving away from the industrial revolution setup. Like people are realizing that their intellectual property is so much, e- like it, there's so much value in what we know as individuals, what our individual experiences are, what our individual stories are, and what we can then teach others. So our intellectual property is so much more sought after these days. It's not about sitting at a desk, churning out nine to five, you know, work, etc. It's all about how can we give more, but probably like make more money in less time, right? And there's this other thing, it's kind of wealth as in the traditional spelling of wealth, like money and wealth as in W-E-L-L-T-H, so like well-being, time with the family, all of those sorts of things. So there's this real shift in mindset around what actual success looks like. And that's something I've been really championing since the beginning of this shift I think like the online world just offers so much more freedom for people whatever that looks like for you freedom to work from anywhere freedom to spend your time how you want freedom to earn money how you want freedom to not exchange time for money etc and I think this do less book is an amazing way to start setting up systems to help you do less but achieve more essentially Um, And a big part of this, not a big part, a part of this book is all about tracking your cycle. So although it's not just meant for women, it does kind of talk about the menstrual cycle and how it fits with the moon cycles. Um, So traditionally, I think men's body structure is set up on 24 hour clock, whereas women's are like a four week cycle, as we know, menstrual cycle. And actually, this is something I've become really interested in this year um, is really learning to listen to my body and the ebbs and flows of it. So when so I'm my cycle is like the opposite to what the lunar cycle is. So um, mine, I have periods like on the full moon, I get my period. Sorry, TMI for anyone who doesn't want to know when my period comes. Um, but I'll get my full moon. I'll get my period on the full moon. And whereas normally someone would get their period on the new moon and that would mean they're very insular. That's when they want to be inward, reflect. They don't want to be out. I feel the opposite when I'm on my period. I want to be out. I want to be like meeting people. I want to be conversating. I want to be, you know, going with all the vibes. And then when I'm, when I'm, when it's the new moon, I want to be inward, whereas traditionally they say you want to be outward. So anyway, it sounds super confusing, but actually just by tracking your moods and learning, like I am in week one of my cycle, I'm a really creative, like free flowing thoughts, really want to get projects started, that sort of mood. And by the end of my cycle, I'm in the kind of right, I don't want to be talking to anyone. I don't really want to be creating. I just want to be finishing stuff off, reflecting a bit, being a bit quiet, being a bit relaxed, all those sorts of things. Um, so yeah, it's really, it's really good to track those sorts of things. And actually I think, um, the world is going to go this way more and more. There's a lot of talk about menopause at the moment and how we can, you know, adjust our workplaces to support women going through menopause. And I think more so now, maybe in the next 10 years, don't know five years hopefully we'll see the workplace shift to support women's natural body cycles as well and like look at how we can make 
right make the workplace work not just for men but for women as well um so yeah do less it's again it's one of these experiment books I think it's got like 14 experiments in it so you can do one a day for two weeks and just see how it fits and see how it helps you some may work some may not but for me it was quite revolutionary in removing my anxiety actually this was a big learning for me I used to feel so anxious if I wasn't doing all the time. I felt like, you know, even though I'm fucking halfway across the world, if I wasn't sat at my laptop, even though I don't, I work UK, so I should be sat at my laptop five till 1am at the most. If I wasn't at my laptop from the minute I woke up till 1am in the morning, I thought, oh my God, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm not proving my worth, et cetera. And it's like, Jesus Christ, man, you're in Bali, like go and spend time on the beach with your kids. So it took a bit of a a shift to make that okay for me but this book definitely really helped with that and then the final one I want to talk about is the four agreements now this is one that is um maybe a bit more random don't know but it's being talked about a lot more now actually I think my sister recommended this to me maybe last year but weirdly um Frances Gramber is doing it in her book club this month so it's obviously picking up in popularity it's a very small book I think it's based on Toltec wisdom. Um, I don't know what that means. I guess it's like ancient Egyptian wisdom or something. Don't know. But anyway, they seem very wise. They know what they're talking about. But again, it's kind of a book based on like by living to these four agreements with yourself, you will be able to live a life that's full of joy, love and happiness. And it's basically most of them are about removing your self-limiting beliefs and kind of improving your confidence. So I think... I'm not going to give it all away, but one of them is um, be impeccable with your word. So always speak kindness and make sure nice things are coming out of your mouth rather than nasty things. This is easier said than done. Believe me when people really piss you off. But it's something I remind myself to do every day, because at the end of the day, if you're kind of spouting venomous words, it's really not. It's going to reflect badly on you and it's going to hurt you as much as it's hurting the other person. Um, and it's sort of like, you know, don't care what other people think, et cetera, et cetera. But it's just really wise. I think I read it in a day. It's quite small, um, but it really, really has hit home with me. And I've written it at the beginning of my journal so I can always refer back to them. And I think I'm going to get a number four tattooed on me somewhere just as another fun little reminder. So, yeah, so this is quite a short episode. One, because I've got a cold. Two, I'm on my own. And three... I tend to ramble a lot about books. And I just don't really know if you want to hear all of the books I've read this year. Um, like I said at the beginning, I would really recommend you read a bit more like fun stuff as well. Like remember to play and chill and relax. Because, you know, I was listening to the Manifest Manifestation Babe podcast the other day and she was like, she's so like me, it's so funny. But she said about... Um, you know, we're all, I think all our, us high achieving entrepreneurs are very much about we rest because it says we should rest. So like tick, but actually that rest will be like, oh, I'm going to lie on the sofa, but I'm going to make sure I've got a course on in the background. So I'm learning and this rest is productive or, okay, I'm at the beach, but I'm going to make sure I'm capturing loads of pictures and thinking about captions to write because that's, you know, helping grow my business. And it's like, right guys, we just need to stop and like play sometimes like at least once a day just stop thinking about everything serious and just play like you're a kid be innocent be like don't care about anything that's coming up just like enjoy the moment so reading for me like reading more chilled playful books or like more 
fun books that aren't going to tell me to fucking wake up at 5am or eat more veg or whatever is actually really interesting um I read Girl Woman Other earlier this year that was incredible like I said I'm reading Taste by Stanley Tucci that's really good um and yeah even just those crappy crime thrillers like god you can get lost in those you know and I just love that so I think you mix it up a bit you know it's about growth but it's about enjoying life in the present moment as well um listen to podcasts binge on Netflix like god my favorite thing to do is watch those shitty reality shows we're going to Singapore on Friday and I've just found Singapore social on um Netflix and I'm like right that's gonna be my binge watch now and do I feel guilty about it absolutely not um so yeah I think books that changed my life do less is one by Kate Northrup the everyday hero manifesto by Robin Sharma and the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz oh it's lovely it's very cute I'm not recording this because fuck am I going to try and edit this on my own but um I yeah I would say those three have really changed my life this year um but yeah I'd love to hear yours like please comment on the episode or in Instagram send me a DM I really want I need my list my bookcase my suitcase of books has now run out I think I've got Atlas of the Heart to read by Brené Brown and I think that's it then I've literally stormed through about 30 books since I've been here um so yeah and yeah so I'd love to hear yours I need to top up a bit and yeah I hope you enjoyed that Next week, the final episode of the year, I'm really going to like reflect on the lessons that I've learned this year, both personally and in business. It's been a fucking big year for me. I won't lie, good and bad. And I've learned so much. And I just think, yeah, passing on that wisdom and the learning so you don't have to make the mistakes I did is a really important way of like closing off the year. Um, And yeah. I want to hear from you guys. So any other episodes you're dying to hear, any episodes you really want us to focus on, anything you want us to cover, just give me a shout. Cool. Thanks, guys. Speak to you next week. If you've loved this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review below. Since we love Instagram, please screenshot this episode tagging at the lifestyle CEO underscore with your favorite takeaway. We release new episodes every week, so subscribe and follow us to keep up to date with the latest news. Oh, 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 o